Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is fitting at me. Hi! Hi, everybody. Oh, is that hot? Right when I said hello, uh, Alex reached for the gears. Uh-oh. Did I fuck us? Because people, you'll hear about this shit. People will tweet, hey, Joe said thing too loud. I yep. hope you die of AIDS. Fuck your mother. Your parents are black. You know, they, sure. get, they get serious. Black bear, like uh, the jerk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Terrific film. Good movie. That was a good comedy you couldn't do now. I love Steve Martin. He's so lovable. He's a good egg. So likable. Toupee. What? That's a Get piece. Out of here. That's You're a too piece. gay. How about that? <laughs> I'm three gay. Toupee? Um, toupee, my friend. He's what got a, year? He's got a when rug. When did it start? I'd say 1994. Wow. Toupee origin. Can you ask Alexa about that? Can you Google the origin of a toupee? They don't know. She doesn't even know. That's how good his toupee is because here's the genius of the Martin. Okay. The toupee is thinning. Ah, come on! Thinning toupee—that's gold, baby. That's pretty good. Is that what you're doing? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is real thin. I like a thinning toupee. That's not bad. Yeah, thinning in uh, uh, hair is the only thin you don't want. Well, you don't want a thin dick either. No, thin dick is bad, and sometimes you can get too thin if you're thinning. If you're losing weight, is good. But someone's like, he's thinning. That seems bad. Uh, I don't know if 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 Delta Burke is (laughs) thin. Let me go. Let me go. Oprah. Which one is Delta Burke? Designing women. That's what I thought. But isn't that Fran Dressner? Or is she something else? That's the nanny. Ah, easy training. I always confuse those two shows because they both seem like they were things my mother's watched. Yes, that I didn't. I wasn't into. I I'm, jerked off to both. Really? Both our mothers. But uh, uh, no, the nanny was hot. Um, Delta Burke was a big old wildebeest. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing that nanny. She was the punchline of a lot of jokes. Delta Burke? Yeah. Well, that name is so funny. Delta Burke. Sounds like an old cruise ship. It the sounds... Delta Burke is, is docking. <laughs> yeah, which sounds it sounds like a fat lady. Yeah, it, it sounds does. like a ship named after a fat lady. Well, see, I'm a southerner, so she was a queen down there. Oh, she's southern. Oh, the whole designing women was like, Georgia, Georgia. They were oh, all yeah. damp and hot, and they had the one black gay friend. And so what's the pun? There's usually a pun. They design clothes. Yeah, they were then... all designers. They were designers. But what's yes. the second part of the designing women? It means like they're making, do they have daughters that they were trying to? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because usually these shows have like a, a double meaning, yeah. a double entendre. Designing women should be that movie uh, AI. Hmm? Not AI, um, Oscar Isaac. Oh, I love that film. What's that? Uh, Ex Machina. That's designing women. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I have a point. That's good. Boy, uh, you're hot today. Uh, I'm warm. It's hot in here. Yeah, you're patting yourself down like a southern belle. I'm like Delta Burke. <laughs> I'm more like uh, United Burke. I feel like I should be next to you with a little fedora doing this thing. That always uh, seems like a fun, <laughs> that that hat thing. Yeah, yeah. How about the people that go just hand? The people yeah. You still see them doing this. It doesn't work. It doesn't even do anything. I'm doing it right now. I feel nothing. Uh, no, I feel a little breeze. Now I might be turning around on this, actually. But then they say this actually yeah. makes you hotter. Of in course, because you're moving, yes. <laughs> it's uh, futile, as uh, Gullman said. We got a smirk really? from Shelby, which is very rare, folks. I got a few tiles in my bathroom. You know what might be a good idea? We have a camera on you, and then the YouTube, it's just like an icon oh, like cord. The they can watch time. your reaction. Yes. Right. That's not bad. That could be something. But Remember you don't want tongue? that mug up for too long. <laughs> God, look at that thing. That'll scare the townspeople. <laughs> the locals. I'm joking, Shelbo. Tom Green. Tom Green had a guy, remember? No one's ever laughed this hard about Tom Green. <laughs> oh, I love Tom Green. Uh, he doesn't get the his, credit. Have you seen his stand-up? He's, uh, no, uh, who watches the stand-up? But True. I don't want to watch any stand-up. It's a terrible art form. Horrible. It's just a guy up there complaining. Shut up. Uh, very indulgent. Uh, but he had the guy that just laughed, remember? Glenn. Is that his name? I think it was Glenn. Yeah, he was good. But you're kind of like the opposite of a Glenn. <laughs> yeah, you don't really... <laughs> you're like a British guard. You're a glum. Um, Is that a word? Glum's a word, but I don't know if it fit in mm, that situation. Maybe a gloom. A gloom. Glenn gloom. Is that what we're yeah, going for? Yeah, It's okay. Yeah. Well, All right. we had a good run. Sorry. Uh, Glib? 
What's Glib? There's Ben Glebe. He's running for president, supposedly. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. He walked up to Rogan. But this really inspired me. We were at the comedy store, the improv, mm -hmm. and uh, I was chatting with Rogan, name drop, and then Glebe walked up, second name drop, and he said, hey, I want to do your podcast. I'm running for president. And then uh, Joe was like, absolutely not. Huh. And he was like, what? Why? He's like, ah, I just think it's stupid, and uh, I don't want to do it. Huh. And it blew my mind. Because people ask no. us to do our podcast, I'm so, first of all, we don't even have guests. Right. I still don't know how to say no. Right. All I have to say is we don't really have guests. But instead, I'm pacing. I call my dad, and uh, I, I call my sister. Well, and... here's the clinker on the on the Rogan no. Sure. Because it's like we talked about with Seinfeld, name drop. I was standing next to him, and this guy walked up and goes, uh, can I get a photo? And he goes, oh, okay. And the yes. guy was like, all right. The photo and doing Rogan's podcast doesn't help them, but you gain everything. Uh, These guys asking to do our shit is almost kind of even. Uh, so it's, it's hard even. to say no. Right. You know, they go, hey, Rogan, hey, Rogan, can I do your podcast? He goes, no, no, that doesn't help me. I don't want you to do it, and I don't get anything from it, so I can say no. But in general, also, that I agree, but I think also he just has that personality Sure, type. well, I he's like a tough even, man. Yeah, he's just like, doesn't have that thing of like, oh, should I do this? Should I say this? Right. Whereas uh, everything I say, including half the stuff I've already said, I'm like, that's going to be a problem. I yeah, hate myself. Yeah, same, same here. I can't, uh, I can't look back or I cry. No, yeah, you got to keep looking for. We must go forward. Yes. You don't abandon people in an airport pickup. We must go forward. Forward. March. They always say that. Don't look back. Don't look back. Why not? You got to look back. That's a, what's, what the hell's a history book for then? Well, it depends. We history channel. How about Tom Petty? Get ready to have your hat blown off. All right, fedora. Please blow you, off any fedora, by the way. You can look back, but it's best not to stare. Now that mm, I like. That's something. I came up with this analogy a long time. This might have been on the podcast. At this point, we've been. I think we've said everything we have to say at this point. I'm out show. of stuff. But I look as I think the windshield of a car is a great analogy. Okay. Because it's mostly vast and looking ahead, but you must have Ooh. a small spot, just a slit, just a. Sl I came up with that in my 20s, which I felt pretty happy about. It's just a little slit, and then there's a couple on the side, a couple different angles of the ah, past, and a couple mirrors. Yeah. The back is the past. You get a couple angles, and you can adjust. But for the most part, what's important is out ahead of us. That's lunch. Somebody make a little photo for this guy, a little meme. Oh, uh, sure. Yes. Meme girls. Yes, how about this? I'm excited. And just like in the car, in your front, past, future, mm -hmm. there is a blind spot. Yeah. You don't know what's coming. Heads up. Coming down. Blind spot is big. All right, we're back, folks. Blind spot's big. Because if you make a movement, who knows? You could... Right, you know. right. You don't know what's going to happen. It's unpredict. Uh, yeah, you fuck a, a guy, and they go, oh, I didn't think he had AIDS. Yeah, should have worn a con. Yeah, dumb. Ouch. Uh, look, I got a lot of stuff here. I got all kinds of uh, sex. Well, let me tell you this. Somebody reached out. I was so touched. Very touched. Don't you like being touched? Depends on the person. Yeah, not physically touched. And I hate area. that. Oh, okay. But an emotional touch. Last night I'm going to bed, 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever, and I do my last minute phone. It's important to check all your social media obsessively right before you close your eyes. I think <laughs> yeah. that's key. That helps. So I look on uh, Facebook. I get a Facebook message from a, a, a fella. I should look up his name. And he said, hey, Big Tuesday, mm. just happened to remember today was your doctor's appointment. Huh. The guy remember, I mentioned it six weeks ago. Wow. And he's like, I remember your doctor's appointment. He's like, I hate to hear you suffering. And then he's like, I want to be clear. I don't mind hearing about your medical stuff. I'm just sad to hear you're suffering. I hope the doctor appointment went great. Who is this, Gandhi? I mean, I was touched. He put his fingers right in my ass. Yeah. And I shot a rocket into my own mouth. But here's the thing. That's very sweet, very thoughtful. But then I go, what a guy. Do I have to answer this? I answered. Right. I said, thank you. I appreciate that. You don't have to write a big song and story book uh -huh. ending. Sure. <laughs> but you, you wrote, thanks, buddy. Go fuck me, anally, fatty Jew. Well, he's getting a hell of a shout out here, too. That's Although true. I don't know his name. Should I look up his name? Give what him a name matter? look up. I'll give him a name. I think it's David. Ooh, I love a David. It's a good star. Yeah. Hold on. Let me find... Uh, uh, this isn't worth it. See, what that, am I doing? But that's nice, though, because he probably wasn't asking for a shout-out, but he was so kind that you get one. David Rubin. Ooh, Jew. Yeah. Good sandwich. Jews are thoughtful. Some yeah. Of them, I guess. Yeah. Some, some of them. Are, this, I don't know. This Harvey. Yeah, there must be some bad Jews. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyways, thank you, David Rubin. And the doctor's appointment was yesterday, which is now eight days ago, if you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. I assume you're listening to this. 
you're not a, listening to it. You're not hearing it. It's kind of like a tree. Wait a minute. Now you got another window analogy? What's going another on? Another thing. But like, if you're li- of course they're listening. If they're not listening, they're not hearing it. Sure. I was but, like, if you're listening right now. Where do you get a tree? Well, it's like the, if the tree falls. Oh, oh, oh I see. If, there's, if no one hears it, there's no podcast. Right. That's what's always strange. This is a complete detour. detour. It's always strange when something that some, somebody said from the past comes out. And then they're like, this is crazy. But you're like, but it happened eight years ago. So your life has been unaffected. Mm. The world's been unaffected. Uh, you're, yes. you're just hearing about it now. I agree. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I, I feel like this outrage choo-choo train we're on, you need coal. You need shit to throw in the engine uh-huh. or the the oven, whatever it is. Well, and, easy. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Ruben. There, Sorry Ruben. Dave. Yeah. Sorry about the oven and train. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, Jesus. Ah, damn it. Jews for Jesus. Uh, so, but you need, so you got to go, hey, hey, we're out of resources. We've used up Harvey, Cosby, Louie, the other guy. Let's go eight years back. Let's go get John Wayne. Right. We need the coal. Right. I'm shoveling it in. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you. That's for the it. video. Yeah. Gotcha. Patreon. Join the Patreon. You know, you run out of juice in America. Hey, let's go dig for oil in uh, Afghanistan. Yes. We got to go dig. Oil juice. Instead of going to Afghanistan, though, we're going back in time. If you want some oily juice, look no further than my pants. Hey ho! Comedy. Uh, I got nothing on Shelby on that one. He's a tough. I nugget. think the window's a good idea. I think that's something because you were shaking your head. It, it was really upsetting. What do you think of the window? You don't like the window thing? Hates the, the window. rearview mirror window. Uh, that's oh, true. That's I thought true. you meant the analogy, the window oh, analogy. You I like you that? Meant, I thought you meant the Shelby face. No, no, but what do you think of the uh, the window mirror analogy? That's something. Fantastic. Thank you. We got a fantastic, a little oh, bit of a boy. sarcastic fantastic. Boy, bad vibe. <laughs> Dying here. All no, right. no. Anyways, let me get back to my, yeah, uh, what do you my got business. There? So, Ruben, I went to the doctor. You got AIDS? As you know, I have paradoxical vocal cord movement. V. No. Wait. P V. M. I think we forgot one. No, paradoxical is one long word. But or is it? PDM. PDM. P. Wait, what? They gotta have V in there P-V-M. somewhere. PVM. PVM. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. All right, but Alex is yelling. So Alex is trying to get his own window. He's got Tourette's. All right, P P D V M or P V M, whatever the fuck it is. P V M. It's when the, the paradox is when your vocal. I want to breathe, but I can't breathe. That's a paradox. Yes. Anyway, so I went and I talked about this before. The doctor's like, you have one session, you'll be fine. And then I got to wait fucking six months. I go to see the lady. She gets a doctor that goes by the first name. Ooh. She's like, hi, I'm Andy. That's odd. I don't like it. She's very attractive, I have to say. Oh, really? Doc? Yeah. Doc Andy. Yeah. Female Andy. Mm. And uh, she said, hi, I'm Andy. And then there was no jacket or anything. Oh, I don't like this. She's just a topless lady. I like that. <laughs> I mean, she had, she had a blouse, of course. But it felt strange because she's not. It doesn't feel like a. She's a, she is a doctor. Yeah. But she's trying to undoctor herself. It's an interesting technique. You know, people want to be on the level. You know, they want to be with mm. you. Well, I'm I'm a common man, common person. Yeah, it's like uh, Mr. Belden's brother. Where he's like, call me Jim Belden. Belding. Oh, Belding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hit the second G. I the one the, G. I need the ing. Belding. Ding. Remember, he had the bro- What was his brother's name? He had a brother. Well, he was cooler. He was cool. He went, just call me Bob or whatever yeah. his name was. And then at the end, Zach's like, we might have got the cooler building, but we got the better building. Right. Which is still a little hurtful. He's like, yeah. oh, But I think when you're 78, you're cool with not being cool. You know what's sad? He, looking back, Mr. Belding was probably like 39. Oh, I bet he was younger than that. No, he's not younger than that. Give it a go. I bet he was probably mid mid to late 40s. I was an old man. I'm going to say late 30s, early 40s. I think Paul, Mark Paul Gossier was probably 28. <laughs> These ages are all wacky in Hollywood. They're you don't wacky. know who's what. Steve but, Urkel was like 59. Wow. Hold on. Black don't crack. Look, in the, they in, the, in the Miss Belding, Miss Bliss. Sorry, Miss Bliss. Ah, yes. I think Zach was about 11. No, no. Eighteen, what? Uh, thirty-nine. What did wow! I say? That's amazing. Who? Belding? Yes, that's what I said. Late thirties, early forties. But I said thirty-nine originally. Oh, that's that true. That was my original that's number. True. But then you went up to mid forty, late forty. Uh, they made late forty. I mean, the show went on for a while. So that's true. It's a range, but yeah, we don't know what year he's talking. But you said seventy-eight to begin with. Wow, that was comical. I know. 
Exaggeration for humor's sake. Well, that's what I had. All right. But I had the 39. You got... <laughs> that's pretty good. Pretty good. But how old was Zach now? But we need a year. I can't go... The, the show spans five decades. Big span. Jesse Spano. Oh! <laughs> oh! We are locked in today, folks. Yeah! Woo! I saw... I am... <laughs> Boring sweat. Same. I'm like a southern lawyer trying to get my black uh, client off of a rape. <laughs> so you created the murderer. Uh, you know, I met Christian Slater. Ah, boy, he got uglier. Is that true? Well, he was a hunk in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Leaving the cube, pump up the volume, Heathers, and then Broken Arrow. He was a bag of bones. He was really doing Nicholson. Really yeah. had a whole Nicholson thing going what on. What was that? He just did Nicholson. Nobody cared. I cared. <laughs> I still do. I don't like it. <laughs> Woo. All right. So anyways, Mr. Bell, the, she's like the al- alternative Mr. Belding. Who's this? The brother yes. of Mr. Belding. Yes. That's what, the, that's what the doctor was like. She's like, no jacket. Got it. No last name. No doctor. I'm just Andy. I got a blouse. Sure. And uh, she was really sweet. But I went there, almost missed the appointment. And you know me. I'm compulsively early. I like to be early. Way I got here early. At noon. Uh, You're an early bird. Yeah, well, I got a worm. That's all that will fit in my mouth. Hey ho! Uh, so I leave, and I'm trying to curb it. I'm trying not to be all these places too early. It's something I'm working on in therapy. You're losing parts of your life. Yeah, he's like, you keep leaving too early. You're a fucking lunatic. So I said, all right. So I kind of lounged, got laid, hung out. Nice. And a one o'clock appointment. Google Maps says 29 minutes. So I leave at 12:10. So that still gets me there at 12:40. Okay. I still walk upstairs, early. and I'm trying. I get a bagel. And I'm trying to, I hear the train up top, it's an elevated train, I hear it, but I'm like, I'm not going to run for the train, I'm trying to cool out, I got plenty of time, there's no need to run and choke and be gay. Mm -hmm. So I just, I walk leisurely up the steps, train pulls away, and I go, ah, I missed the train, no big deal, don't want to run for it. Might as well make the train, though. But all right, all right you got your thing now going. I'm, I'm eating breakfast. Oh, you're I'm eating. eating. Okay. I, I'm eating, and, uh, you know, I got a bag on. It's a whole satchel. And then I'm bombing up the steps. I'm uh, sweating, and uh, then I'm there early. Uh-huh. And I go, well, if I get on the train now, I'm going to be early. Oatmeal? Too early. I had oatmeal. Uh-huh. Finished the oatmeal. Now I got a whole wheat bagel. Ooh-wee. Lightly toasted. Nothing on it. Nice. Have you, do, you, do, you, do you like something on it, or you just can't have something on it? Can't have something on it. If you, I mean, it could now. I could, I got. I could put some butter or some peanut butter uh, on it. But now oh, I'm just used to it. I get. I get locked in on a thing. You get locked, all right. I'm locked. Locked and loaded. So I go up there, not loaded. Six and a half years. Pop and lock. So I get up there. I wait for the next train, and it's one of these ones where usually they come every six minutes, eight minutes. And now the elevated train, you can see far, and there's yeah. nothing coming. Nothing. Nothing coming. Do they give you the time cunt? Nothing listed. And that's then you know something's amiss. Oh, it's a miss. Because the other side is telling you this is when the next Queensbound train comes. Uh, but no yeah. Manhattan. So I start to, t- but I try to go, don't get nervous, don't get gay, just be cool. Mm-hmm. Long story short, about 20 minutes pass. So now I'm texting Sarah. I go, can you look up? She's got some app that I don't download because I'm an asshole. I don't do that go, either. Can you look and tell me what time? She goes, there's one that just left. I go, all right, because this is the make or break moment. I got to get a cab. Or else. Right. She goes, there's one that just left the state. I go, okay, great. I rely on this. This is why I don't like those apps. Yep. Never comes. I wait another 10 minutes. I call the office. I go, hey, I, I'm running late. They go, what time are you going to get here? I go, well, I have no idea because the train's not here yet. Oh, God. So she goes, well, we give you a window till 105, maybe oh, 110. I hate a window. Now, this Andy lady, she's like exclusive. She's got all the stars. Oh, all the, She's got Cindy Lauper and oh, Aretha Franklin God. and uh, Freddie Mercury. She handles everybody, all the big names. She gave you a window, and this is a blind spot. You blind spot in the window. Uh-huh. So, uh... I go, well, what, what do I do? When's her next appointment? Is there a later appointment? I had to wait six weeks for this one. They go, Jesus. nope, no later appointment. I go, can I get on a call list? Uh-huh. Goes, no, no, we don't do that. Damn. Next appointment is July 15th. I'm in Italy on July 15th, so it's going to be at least another seven weeks of no breathing. Golly, Andy. So I'm waiting for 30 minutes. New York City, MTA, I hope your mothers die of too many dicks in the ass. What are, what are we, on a Sunday? What are we doing? yesterday, Monday. Wow. Monday afternoon. Monday, 12 o'clock, it starts at... Midday. Midday morning. Peak. Fuck my mother. So then finally they come on and go, folks, because of a signal problem, trains are not running between ah! Astoria Boulevard... 
Not running! Come on! 30 minutes I'm waiting, not running, and there's no apology. Right. And there's no money back. Right. They should give you your money back, and they should give you the money you paid and a free train ride for the next time. They should sure. hand out $5 bills as you're leaving. Easily. Give me a Finsky, bitch. It's the problem with these giant conglomerates. Yeah. I don't know what that word is, really. And then you try not to yell at the cum-guzzling douche at the station with yeah. the yellow vest on, but... That's all you got. You got no other uh, vent guy. You got no uh, sounding board. Yes. What's the word? Is that it? Thank you. Waterboard? I'm not against that. I like it. That's, I think it's fun. It's very refreshing. <laughs> you look like you just got waterboarded. I feel like it. I feel like I enunciated weird. You just got. You just got. You look like you just got waterboarded. So yeah. I should have said it. All right. I fucked up. I do declare. Anyways, so I go downstairs. Now I'm like, I'm, I missed the appointment. I'm fu- I'm texting my mother. I'm texting my wife. I'm like, I'm fucked. I missed the appointment. I missed the first train by five seconds. God. And now there's no train. I run downstairs. I'm like, I, I try to get a lift. I'm fumbling for a lift. I walk down. I see a yellow cab, which is never in my neighborhood, just driving by. I flagged him down. I dove on the windshield. It was like a zombie film. Right. And then I go, I, I gotta, I gotta go. And he goes, How far are you going? Oh, uh, here we go. And I go, That's illegal. You gotta, ta- you're taking me or you're not taking me. I'll report you. And the yes. guy's like, Okay, get in. Good for you. And I hate to be this, you know, cunt, but I'm like, That's the rules. That's the rules. Fuck up. You either, you either taking me or you're not taking. You can't do that. Well, where are you going? And we got an exclusive Andy bitch here. She's not wearing a jacket. Step on it. I got a blouse exclusive Andy appointment. Yes, topless. We get in there. I type in Google Maps and I go, If you could, if you could make it happen, it would be a great tip in it for you. I was like the guy in taxi driver yes you do the right things there's a nice tip in it for you oh yeah clean the jizz off the seats so then we we start going and la- there's just no traffic in queens because queens midday is not too bad not bad we get to queensborough bridge no traffic we're just breezing Ooh-wee. i'm looking at google maps it says 18 minutes and it's 12 i can't do the math but it, whatever it was it's gonna put me there at 106 p.m oh that's a window she said between 105 maybe 110 i like it so i call the office i go i'm calling back i'm like i was just on the phone i'm coming don't cancel my appointment i'll be there i swear to god i'm coming so then we go, and we get into the city. Now the traffic starts. That's Second Avenue and 55th-ish. How they get you. They takes the right. We're going west across uh, 49th Street. And then I made the executive decision. We're in traffic. I realized at some point in Manhattan, foot is faster yes. than car. Yes, foot is good. So I go, I get off right here. He goes, this is 49th and 3rd. I go, I'm okay. Thank you. I gave him a 25% tip, which is Woo! pretty juicy. That's hot in the, in the cab world. I get out. Now I'm running. It's like planes, trains, and automobiles. Kevin Bacon, my sister's gay. Yes. I run over there. I get up there, walk into the line. I look at the clock. One, zero, zero. Wow. One o'clock exactly. I made it. Wow. Just made it. And uh, I go in there and I sign. I go, hi, I'm Joe. And then Annie walks right up. She's like, you're Joe. Come on in. Uh-huh. I just walked right in. Uh, wow. No waiting. No waiting. And uh, she was the sweetest lady. She's blah, blah, blah. Boop, boop, you must have been bullshitting. sweating and huffing and puffing. I was all fucked up. But she's like, you're fine. You're good. And then she calmed me down. She's like, this is normal. You have this thing. And I love this part of it. She's like, you're not crazy. I was like, I feel crazy. I'm losing my mind. And I was like, maybe it's anxiety. She goes, no, no, you have this. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm looking at the video. She's like, you might be crazy, but this is something you have. Your vocal cords are closed. That's why you can't breathe. And it feels so, you feel, um, what's that word? Comforted. Exonerated. Relieved. Or, no, when somebody confirms uh, something. Ah, cathartic. Uh, validated. 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 I felt like val- the parking. Yes, I felt validated. She's like, no, no, you have this thing. Blah, blah, blah. She gave me three breathing exercises. One involves a straw, the other one a dildo. And she goes, you do that 10 times a day, you'll be fine. We'll have a follow-up. We'll do something then. And then uh, she said, get the hell out of here. You like her? You trust her? Sweet as pie. This is what's great. I talked about this before. This is what's great about living in New York. We have great doctors. We have access to all the best doctors. Oh, yeah. Doctors and pizza. And comedy. So anyways, I'm doing breathing exercises. I feel great. I'm able to breathe again. I'm working on the reflux. She said, that'll go away. She's like, it took you 37 years to get to that point. It's only been a few months. Just stay strong on your diet. Do the breathing exercises. You're going to be great. So I've had three doctors be like, ah, you're fine. That's so I've nice. really swept up and come back around. I appreciate all the concern. I feel like a million bucks. I'm really getting uh, spiritual again. And then I'm, yes. I'm, I'm writing and I'm working out and I feel tremendous. So... I apologize for being a little down in the dumps for a few nah, months, but I'm well, back. I mean, you got a real kick in the balls uh, life-wise. You had to deal with it. You had to, you had to absorb it a little bit. A little absorb. And it's been four months without a slice of pizza, a Coca-Cola, wow. uh, a yodel, wow, uh, or a, uh, any kind of marinara. It's right. pretty crazy. Let me ask you this one there, Fatty. What's been harder to give up cold turkey completely, not even a drop? Cock. 
Uh, well, that answers it. No, <laughs> alcohol or yummy food? It's tough because I think yummy food is actually tougher in a lot of ways. Because it's normalized. Well, A, you got to eat. You got to eat. Good you have point. to eat. You don't have to drink. Good point. But you do have to eat. And, uh... But booze takes the edge off. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's very difficult. and uh, But also there was, like, more, um... Yeah, after all, quitting drinking, you're like, my life is going to be better. I'm a fuck-up. I uh, guess food is like that. But I was a miserable fuck-up depressed. It was a depressant. Sure. Which I guess the food probably is, too, to some degree. Right, right. Um, and then drinking, I don't know. I had a lot more, like, sobery friends, and uh, there's also more help with not drinking. Uh-huh. There's no, I can't get together with a group of people and be like, yeah, we don't eat pizza anymore either. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you could, I guess. You get Jenny Craig. I think that's what they talk about. But they're uh, they're all tricky. Delta Burke might be there. <laughs> I think uh, so, with Oprah and Kirstie Alley. But, um, yeah, I don't know. They're both both tricky and tough, but I, I feel like a million bucks. I've lost weight. I'm in I'm better shape. I'm taking great big green shits. And, sure. So I feel pretty good. Anyways, right. that, was a, that was a lot good, of stuff good to Good to have you to. back, Fatty. Should we, oh, you know what I want to talk about? Oh, what's that? I just got, I, by the way, I wasn't expecting this. I missed the email. Well, they told us this was going to happen, but I got some badass headphones. Oh. Or what do you call them exactly? The I don't Raycon. Even know. Raycon ear, the earbuds. What do you call them? Wireless earbuds. earbuds. Yes, wireless earbuds. Now, as you know, I kind of poked fun at these earbuds before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of hurt my feelings. I apologize if your feelings were hurt. I've never intentionally hurt anybody's feelings. Nah, that's probably not true, nah, but not yours. That. All right, I'll take uh, it. But, um, that actually helps a lot with uh, some other stuff. I got in the mail. I got a big box in the mail, and I said, what is this? Who sent this to me? Uh-huh. I'll tell you who sent it to me. Who's that? Raycon. They sent it to me. Love Raycon. I am loving these things. I apologize to everyone I ever judged. They're yep. great. The sound is killer. And when I rock out, I tend to rip the, the cords oh, right out. The wires. Hurt. It hurts, too. And they're tough to uh, unravel uh, every untangle. time. Look at this. I still have my old ones in my pants because these are old pants. Look at that Look at piece of garbage. It's, like it's bullshit. It's having a VCR in your pocket. Garbage. I'm done with those. Tell them about Raycon. It's the best, baby. Look, it's 2019. Who needs the wire? Who needs the cord? Get a good pair of air earbuds. Fuck. Get a good pair of earbuds. I almost said AirPods. Get a good pair of earbuds. Raycon's the way to go. Don't spend hundreds of zillions of dollars on these things. These are the best. It's all you need. The company was actually... Co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Cardi B are already obsessed. Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game, baby. They're comfortable. They're easy to take anywhere. And unlike some of the other, other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet. They are very stylish. Too hip. So go to buyraycon.com. Dot com slash Tuesdays. That's B-U-Y buy. Uh, to get 20% off of your order, that's buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. Yeah, support these guys because they sent us uh, a couple of free pairs and they're great. So, uh, oh, yeah. Get them. Big I, fan. They're really terrific. Love them. Thanks for that. I should have worn them on the pot. They got them in my bag over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what can you do? Cans. Cans. Mm. Film festival. Oh, yeah. Is that our only ad? Great. There you go. All right. Well, get get a pair. I think you're going to really like them. I got to drop something on you here. Uh-oh. I got a couple things. I hope it's a load on my back. Yes, it's warm. All right. Um, well, this is a new one. Oh, boy. Well, first of all, I want to I give a shout-out to Matt Bax. It's his birthday. He's a, He used to work at True TV. He's a producer, creator, TV showbiz guy all right he's a Tuesday so he hit me up and he goes I've been listening to Tuesdays I got a show idea for you you're such a fuck up you miss the flights well in a good way you miss flights you miss uh you you don't know how to do your taxes You, you bought an apartment you barely got through that by the skin of your teeth this whole thing so he's like the show is just me or you being helped it's called Mark Norman needs help so this will be the 38th show I've pitched but this guy's on board. He's done TV. He's done some stuff. He's got experience. So he said, let's do a sizzle. All right. So we shot a sizzle out in Brooklyn. We had actors. We had a bunch of comics come out and do stuff. And uh, it looks great. We had costumes and makeup and hair and a director and gaffer and grips. Gaffigan? 
Grant Gafford lighting. Uh, the real deal. And uh, we might sell it. Wow. So That's exciting. Who knows, folks? Who knows? But it was just a great shoot on Saturday. You know they, you know when you got a professional there, they, they got breakfast when you get there. There's coffee. Then, then we're breaking for lunch. Like they yeah. know all the rules. There's nothing like being around a professional to realize what a piece of shit you are. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. we'll go to do a podcast and they're like, all right, Billy, hit it. And then they, right. they hit the thing and the, something else happens and we're just fucking idiots. We're idiots and we don't know what's going on, which is the whole point of the show. Yeah. Mark Norman needs help, but you show up and there's a call sheet with times on it and this and that. All the equipment is there. And when you see all that shit, you go, I got to step it up. Right. I'm going to bring the heat. I'm going to be funny. I'm going to wear all the outfits. I'm going to not complain. I'm going to be a, a good egg. Now let me ask you this. Please. Just from, if, I, if I may play, can I play business? Can I play the uh, the pitch guy? Yeah, play ball. The, uh, not the pitch guy, the the executive. Aha! Uh-huh. And this is this might sting a little. This is gonna hurt. Why do I care about your life? That's a good question. Shouldn't it be Tom Hanks needs help? Yeah, well, Tom Hanks. You're just a guy. He doesn't need help. I'm the everyman. I'm you. But I'm talking like a celebrity uh-huh. that needs help. Right. Because we go, why, why, why Mark Norman needs help? Why not Tom Dick or Harry? Why not Delta Burke needs help? Well, a couple reasons there. One. Now, don't get me wrong. No. I want to see the show. I'm no. just I'm just foreseeing. You're the third guy to ask me this in an hour. Well, I've pitched 11 shows myself, and every one of them goes, well, why are you the movie expert? I know, and I Why go, do you know about the movie theater? Right, why right. Are, we did it. Why are you two travel? Everyone's Sure, buddy. sure. It's every question, and it stops you in your tracks in the room. You go, oh, I don't know. You- <laughs> I, I hate me, too. I, I don't get it. You want to go, well, we're funnier than everybody. Well, that's what you want to do, yeah. Well, one, it's real. Uh I'm really this guy. Right. Two, we're funny. Three. Gotta be a three. Three Gotta be a three. Three's the magic numb. Because that's still not... Well, okay. I still don't know you. Man versus food. Uh Uh-huh. He's that fat loser douche who looks like Brett Ratner. Why him? That's, see, that's what I say. See, yes. now, I'm, now I want to be back on this team. Why Guy Fieri? Because it's on TV. Right, right. That's exactly. I, I never understand it either. That's how I feel with every time I pitch something. They're like, why you? Why that? Why are people tuning in? And I'm like, funky houses or whatever. They're right. just looking at houses. Yes, houses that are funky. I'm going to be making jokes. <laughs> exactly. So, but here's the thing, and you're right to ask that, and, and 18 other people have asked me that, including my family, but <laughs> we're funny and... You just got to get in the door. You got to go, this is why me, and we then, then we should play the sizzle. And the sizzle's fucking hilarious. Right. Yes. But that's, again, why I haven't sold 38 shows that I've pitched. Yeah. this is Because it feels like this is how the business works now. You want They want you to go get independently famous. Right. And then they go, now bring in the show. Yes. Because make us if, money. Because uh, if, you know, you brought, all of a sudden you had 900,000 Instagram followers. Right. You pitch that, they'd go, great, come yeah. on our face, we'll put it on camera. Exactly. On TV, whatever it is. That'd be a good show. Well, I, I'm rooting for it. I, I, well, think it. I think it should be you. It's another thing to dip your toes in and get excited about it and then not happen. Yeah. So hopefully it happens, but you heard it here first, folks, if it does. And if it never happens, I'll never bring it up again. Ah, you bring it up. But either way, I didn't do CBD oil or THC and ruin the whole shoot. Well, all the all these things, I, I think you you pitch them all. If they don't, if they pass on them, you put them in a little back That's burner. That's what which I'm I not like. Familiar with a back burner, really? But yeah, me neither. It's the same as the front burner. You never hear about a front burner. It's only right there. Oh, is that what that is? Like a stove? Yeah, because you're working on this and you put this in the back burner. Uh... But you're still, it's still right there. Never it's thought not, about yeah, that. Yeah, I, yeah what, I think that's what it what is. What about a side burner? What about the oven? Mm. What about the fireplace? What about yeah. the... You, you get it. The microwave. Yeah. Put like it in the microwave. microwave. Sure. All right. So oh, that was a there. fun shoot. And it's just nice shooting something because you like you feel like you're in the business. This show's about me. I'm the star. Even if it doesn't go, I'm still shooting on all day in Brooklyn on a Saturday. Yeah, it's fun to be doing things and you're creating and yes. you're in the business. I'm in the biz. That's why I just called my manager and agent yesterday and said, hey, you know what? I'd like to go out for commercials again. Because I had some artistic integrity for a while. Ah, that's out. But I realized this. It's not about the integrity. It's fun to do commercials. It is. I've and done a couple. Paycheck. Nice to make the money also. I'm trying to have a family over here. Sure. Just the two of us, but still. Still. And still a family. You don't get credit for the family with no kids. That's a good point. We're a family. You're a family. I, I got. I, first of all, I still have aunts and uncles and a sister and a mother and uh, a Nephew. dad. A nephew, a niece, a nephew. I got two sets of those. Uh-huh. And I got a wife. That's a family. Well, they're, they have kids. Why do you need kids? People say, are you going to have a family? I'm like, I have a family. I like that. That could be a bit. Maybe. Maybe. Good point. <laughs> My wife and I have family. It's a two-person That's family. That's a good point. Yeah. 
And even if I didn't have a wife, I still got family. Right. You're going to have a family. My, My mom's, parents. Yeah, family. Yeah, there's something there. Something there. Family. Uh, what, what about me? My what, family? What do you mean? Don't you hate when people do that? We're, we're family, baby. No, actually, we're not. We're, we're friends. Yeah, I suppose. But, but I, some friends cross into family. I guess, but then it's incest if you fuck. Well, we're not fucking. Well, you can fuck a friend. I'd love to fuck a friend. You can phone a friend. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to fuck you. No, I'm not saying fuck me, but if I fuck a gal who's a friend of mine, then what if we're family fucking friends? I'm not sure I follow you there. All right. But I'm this family affairs, I always like that Family line affairs. Of, Yo, hey. wow. Now, is that a show, family affairs? Oh, well, that's called uh, daddy, stepdad, fuck, stepbro. You porn? Yeah. Because some shows, you feel like they came up with the title first. Oh, Doesn't completely. It feel like that? Completely. Perfect Strangers. Like Family told, Matters. Jonigan had the best, and I hope I'm allowed to talk about this, but he had the best show idea and title ever. Uh-huh. Or not, maybe not ever, but to me it was the best one ever. He had a show idea. I hope this is all right. He had a show idea where him and his wife have a kid when they're teenagers. Okay. Then they grow up, and the kids go off to college, but they're only 37 years old. Uh-huh. Now they're living their life, but they're our age. Uh-huh. And it's called You're Only Young Twice. Oh, that's not bad. So now they're not bad. That's killer. I like it. That should be on the air. They don't know what the fuck they're doing over there in La La Land. Well. This is why I have no faith for anything we pitch. I don't believe they know what they're doing. I don't think they know what they're doing either, but if I was Aziz, I think they would just buy it. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's you what know. I mean. you got to establish this thing, and it helps to be a little different. Well, that doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm the dumb guy. Uh -huh. I think that helps if you're the whitey. Ah, I'm the dumb idiot. You can be a big dumb idiot. Yeah. And YouTube, uh, these tutorials are very popular. You know, how to tie a tie, how to bake a cake, how to fix your carburetor. And that's what the whole show is, but oh, it's funny. Oh, you didn't say that part. Oh, That's right. big. That's in the pitch, You left Dick. that out. All right, homos. It's a laugh and learn. It's a laugh and learn. You didn't say the laugh and learn. Uh -huh. That's big. If you're learning how to do a carburetor, I'm, that's I'm doing something. That. Yes. Okay, At one okay. point, I try to fuck a lady, and she's into astrology, so I have to go learn about astrology. Now that's the show. we're talking. Now I'm seeing. I thought it was just someone doing your laundry. No, and no, like I have to learn how to hair. do laundry. Oh, the delicates they, and the whites. Yeah, I thought they were getting the crumbs off your lips and that kind of thing. Sure, but it's all me doing it. I see. Okay, I like that. Uh, tutorial. Maybe that's the angle in the in the elevator pitch. Uh-huh. Elevator. Well, that's what they call it, an elevator pitch. you got to pitch it while you're still in the elevator. That's how quick it has to be. Oh. You want to get that idea too sweet right on the button. I don't even know what the elevator pitch I'm just doing regular room pitches. Well, we got to get you in an elevator. <laughs> I love an elevator. All right, well, push all the buttons, keep you in there longer. Ah. All right, so... That was one thing. Now, let me run this nugget by you. Yeah, stick it up my ass. See if it bleeds. All right. Could that you, be a new saying? Usually it doesn't. But um, <laughs> here we go. I'm waiting on the L. I'm doing a show in Ridgewood, Queens. So I got to take the L Oof. all the way out to Myrtle. The L is a train. Yeah. Oh, sorry. L train out to Myrtle Ave, also known as Murder Ave. Oh, wow. Way so, out there. So we have an L train and an L train. The elevated train. The L... And there's L. I've thought of that myself. But so I'm taking the L out there, L for loser. And this guy walks up to me, normal looking guy, shorts, you know, button down. He goes, uh, Mark Norman? I go, Yeah, 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 yeah. I take the earbud out and he goes, Hey, big fan. I used to see you all over town. I love your comedy. And I go, Oh, thanks, thanks. And here's the thing with this. The whole time I'm thinking, this is very nice. This is a fan's flattering. But you're thinking, how long do does this gonna happen for? Uh -huh. That's the first thing you think, like. I don't mind doing it. I don't mind hugging, photo, gay, make out. But what am I in for? Am I in for a five minute or am I in for an hour? Yeah, it's like Sam's old joke. We wish you could tap it. Yes. With the, it has the, like a YouTube. The YouTube time limit. Give yes. me the timeline. So it felt like, all right, I'll do my shakes and this will maybe be three, five minutes tops and then we'll get out of here. So here's the clinker. We start talking. He goes, all right. Oh, to the clinker? Oh, yeah. Okay. Quick one. Well, I wish he was a quick one. We shake hands. We go, hey, thanks. He goes, I, I love your stuff. You have a good point of view. You have a good take on things. I go, oh, thanks. And there's only so many comments you can take. Yes. Because how many times can you go, thank you, thank you? And I, I got nothing to give him. Right. I don't know anything about you, sir. Right. No offense. Yeah. But here's the clink. The train shows up. Uh, now we have to get on. Uh, now once you get on, you can't separate. Yes. It was harder. You got to put your Raycons in and just go, take it easy. That's not bad. But... I wish I had some Ray Gons. 
So we get in the train. I sit down. He sits next to me. Now this is when it gets ugly. The doors close. This is a packed L train. Okay. And the doors close, and he's talking at full volume. I hate a full volume. I hate it. Hate it's it. It's an epidemic. I don't. I feel like Paulie. I don't want anyone hearing what they're right. I'm saying what they're saying to me. We're both sitting there on the seat. It's jam packed, so that everybody's standing in front of me, sitting next to me, sitting around me, standing around me. You can't even move in there. And he goes, uh, I gotta tell you, so I, uh, I, I thought about making a movie. I want to make a movie, and I feel like I need a comic. Oh. I need a comic. I've reached out to like five, co- uh, full volume. So now they all know I'm a comic. I hate That's that. embarrassing. And he's like, I'm like. Well, look, man, uh, why, no offense, but, like, why would I do that? Why would I uh, write a movie with you? You know, because what do I get out You're of it? You're the executive. I guess so. Yeah, that's true. I need an elevator pitch. And so he goes, well, I just think it, uh, if you do the movie with me, you can add the jokes and I can add the story. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could just do, I could just figure out the story. Or you could just, why don't you just do it alone? Or I'll do it alone. And he's like... Well, I think two heads are better than one. Full volume. It's so embarrassing. He's in New York City talking about writing a movie. You uh, fucking chooch. Uh, you, you're such a spring chicken hayseed loser. What are you, crazy? <laughs> ah, shit. I hope he never hears this. So he's like, I'm a lawyer. I know how to talk. I know how to do that. I'm like, a oh, lawyer. God. Yeah, what kind of lawyer takes the train? Yeah. So he goes, here's my card. And I go, oh, thanks. And I'm like, oh, this could actually be useful in case he's like, you ever get in trouble? Everything like anything like Louie happens to you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Louie, that's a, that's a crazy one. He goes, I think the guy got screwed. <laughs> Louie Seek, he's saying it's a full volume in the fucking, we're in Brooklyn now. Now, by this time, we're in Williamsburg, you oh, know? Geez. So I'm standing next to a fat chick with blue hair, a guy with a chain wallet, and uh, Aunt Jemima's in there. And he's just going, Louie got screwed. He did nothing. I've seen some real sexual assault. I'll tell you what, I'm a lawyer. I've, I've defended people who were really that ain't sexual assault. I'm like, now he's getting worked up. Oh. Full volume. <laughs> Brutal. Sounds like you're at Skankfest. Blue haired. Li- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in Juggalo town. Um, no, but it's William. It's all these hipsters, you know. So uh, everybody's glaring at me, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got screwed. I'm trying to keep it low, you know. Yeah. And uh, now here it comes. We're being held in the oh. station. Oh. No! Now that's a clinker. You got two clinkers. I got 18 clinkers. You got a bunch of clinkers and a fucking douche. So he's going off about Louie. He's going off about this. Louie got screwed. You comedians, you guys got to stick together, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now everybody's looking at us and it's full volume. Lawyer won't shut up. He's got to move to L.A. That's what you should say. Yeah, Uh, you should go to L.A. They need lawyers and screenwriters out there. There's very few. He's like, I'd I'd love, he does some kind of boring law. And he's like, I'd love to get into celebrity law. What do you call it? Hollywood law? Showbiz law. I don't know. Movie law. Sharia law. Yeah. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know. But (laughs) either way, he was, uh, he's, uh, and I had to do the, what stop are you going to? And he's Uh, like, because I'm going to Myrtle. So I'm going way out to fucking Hamptons, you know? uh And he's going to uh, Jefferson. I was like, God, it's one before mine. Mm. And it just went on and on. It was the slowest train of my life. Everybody's looking at me. And here's what's crazy he finally gets out. This woman sits next to me who is standing there, obviously listening the whole time. Yeah. And I go, oh, my God. I'm sweating. My anxiety's through the roof. And she sits down. I go, that was brutal. And she goes, and just gives me the stink eye and turns away. Ah. A, to be like, I heard everything. And B, why would I talk to you now? Which I kind of get. Right, right. Because I was mad at him for talking to me, and now she's doing it. Or now yeah. I'm doing it. But I know that feeling where you have to make it clear, yes. this is not my friend. Yes. I've done that before. Sometimes I'll do that. I've had that happen with a similar situation where I go, well, nice to meet you. Right. I've right. certainly never spent time with you before. Right. You, know, you kind of let people know. Oh, God. Just talking about it got me all hot and bothered. That yeah. guy was a nightmare. Yeah, I don't like that guy. Ooh, I hope he know, if he hears this, he'll kill himself. But uh... well, he's a fan, so he might hear it. He didn't know about the pod. He's, oh, okay. he's like, I always saw you at UCB. I go to Whiplash every week. I saw you all the time. I was a big fan, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I think I might know that guy. I know a guy <laughs> that used to always go to Whiplash, but he lived in Astoria. I got he his was business, a nice guy. business card. If oh, you this is a different guy. This okay. guy's quiet and very nice. So uh, I go out to this show. This is a different show, different night, but this uh, this has to be talked about. Okay. I just need your. I need to unload on somebody. Yeah, right I'm on my sorry. back between yes. the shoulder blades. So... I go to this show. I do like three shows in a night. This is my last show. Uh-huh. I get there early. It's a bar show. It's kind of, you know, cool guy show. And everybody's kind of struggling, but 
they I couldn't tell if they were bad comics or if the crowd was bad. Uh-huh. So I go, I got, well, I got some some uh, tried and true. So I'm just gonna hit them with the hits and uh, see what happens. Sure. I bombed so hard. It was one of those bombs where you don't just bomb, they hate you. Ah, It's not yes. just this isn't working. It's we don't like you, and we think you should die, and we think you're a bad person. Wow. Yeah, and I, you know, part of that's probably in my own head, but uh, the shit works in other rooms. Right. I know that feeling. I've had it, not so much hate, but that feeling of like, they, I I know they think I suck. Yes. They're like, this yes. guy sucks and he's not doing well. Right, right. And you want to just be like, you want to give them your resume. Yeah. You want to be like, here's who thinks I'm good. Right. But you can feel them being like, you're not good at this. Not good. And you're over the line on a few things. You want to be like, no, no, I've gained the, I've earned this. Right, Which right. sounds so cunty. Mm-hmm. But man, did I bomb. Because then I was like, you know when you start bombing and you have that fight or flight, you go, Fuck you, I'm doubling down. I'm right. going way dark. I'm going way offensive. Fuck you. You you don't like this? Eat this then, bitch. Mm-hmm. And man, it got way worse. And like the the comics are in the back doing this one, like, ooh. You uh. know, like covering the face. And uh, oh boy. It was one of those bombs when you were starting out bombs. Like, remember when you're starting and you're like, maybe I should quit. Maybe, and you, you lose sleep over it, Bombs. Yeah, you think, I'm not even close. Yes. I hate that feeling. Yes. But the next night, I did like, I tried to do that Jocko, is it Jocko Willenick? I don't know who that is. That Marine guy, you gotta check him out. All right. He's got some good some good stuff, but... Uh, Jocko? He's an ex-Marine. He's this big, square-jawed, white motherfucker with a big old noggin and uh, crazy shoulders and a fist the size of your asshole. Wow. And he's just a scary, proud, you know, I'll kill you, I'll strangle an Afghan in front of you, whitey. Okay. And uh, he's always got all these quotes and stories and uh, truisms and stuff, and he's like, every situation has a good. Hmm. Everything, you know, like your mom dies, something good can come of it. Now I don't have to call her. Now I have to be stronger. Now I have to be on my own or whatever. There's always a good. So I kept thinking, what's the good? It was one of those bombs that shook me. Sounds like a fellow that hasn't been raped, but uh, keep going. Yeah, yeah, probably not. I don't know if you could rape him. He'd rip your dick off with his asshole. Okay. But uh, Sounds hot. Yeah, he's a hot guy, I think. But he's almost too manly. He looks like an action figure. Uh, but, but... I kept trying to find the good, and I guess the good is like, well, this will humble me and make me work harder, or this will make me motivate me to write more. I give you something to talk about in the podcast. Yeah, there little, you go. It's a what do you call it? Material for the yeah, podcast. Some Potter. Potter, yes. Yeah, okay, that's something. But woof. Which, by the way, is our term. Is that right? Yeah, no one else has that. Harry Potter. Yeah, because uh, I said uh, Canon. Oh, I said Mike Cannon. You should call your podcast Canon Potter. And everyone was like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" Uh huh. I think we invented Potter. I think so. Like with the pod. Potter's yeah. wheel. Yeah, we'll take it. All right. Pottersville. I like Potter. Pottery? Barn? I already said Harry Alex Potter. Alex said something, but I didn't hear what it he was. said Harry Potter. This guy thinks he can contribute to our show. <laughs> Especially a Just thing kidding. that already was contributed. All right. Uh, we so, love yeah. you, Briz. When's the last time you had a real earth-shattering bomb to the core? A couple weeks ago at uh, the uh, improv. By the way, I got one more big story. Oh, sorry, I try to get sorry. Um, improv Labs. <laughs> did I tell you about this one? You did. I, I forgot. I yeah. think we talked about it in the pod. I can't remember. Yeah, that was right after the Rogue. That was the Rogan week. No, it was a second different week. Oh. Well, that one was not. That was the improv, which was wasn't great. But then everyone didn't do great. Right. Then I had a hot one. But I did the improv labs. I can't remember if I talked about this. It was me and Henry and Nate Bargatze and Sarah. We all sat in the green room at the improv, which I didn't even know existed. You know about that green room? No, I didn't know that. There's a green room like the in the back at labs upstairs. Huh? That's a bit. It's like a piano and a couch what? and a whole thing. So we went up there. We sat in a circle. We were just telling all these bomb stories. We're waiting to go on. Nate and I are waiting to go on. It's me, Nate, Henry, and Sarah, a couple other people, friends. And uh, we're telling all these classic bomb stories. And the guy comes up. He's like, all right, Nate, you're on. Then Joe. We go downstairs. And it's like pretty full. It's kind of the alt room, whatever, the side room. Uh-huh. And then we, we come out like these swinging dicks. We were up in the private green right, room. And right. Nate's got a TV deal and whatever. And then he went up and did pretty good. I went up afterwards and just fucking ate it <laughs> like a full bomb. Wow. Like a like a bomb bomb. Maybe I'll put it on the Patreon. Oh, you have the set? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got it. That would, they would love to hear that. I know, but there's some new stuff on there, too, that I don't want to... Oh, yeah, But anyways, yeah, yeah. I mean, I fucking ate... It was like 10 straight minutes. The kind of bomb where you're like, should I get out of here? Like, we're yeah. five minutes in, you're like, I think I should just take off. Like, this right. is stupid. 
And then you got to walk back up to like this private area where we're all hanging out. Right. And then we started laughing because I went back up there and I was like, guys, I got another bomb story. Uh, <laughs> so that was fun. And you almost feel like, am I allowed in the venue now? It uh, feels weird. It feels I'm weird. Like, I'm not past there or anything. Right. I just like, Nate was just like, no, just come on up here. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I was on the show, but it felt weird that I was up in this private booth. By the way, comedy needs to work on that a little bit. We have these comics who are like, I don't want to say legendary is a huge, horrible word to say, but like well-known, what's appreciated? Is that the word? Established. Established. Yeah. Uh, Nate Bargatze is an established comic. He should be able to walk into a comedy club in Milwaukee and they go, oh, oh, Nate. I think he's getting there. He's getting there. But you, me, we can't go anywhere. We're pretty good. No, no. They were trying to like, it was weird because like Sarah came later than me and they're like, we need to take your phone if you're going in there. And I was like, oh. She's my wife. She's a comic on the yeah. show. And they're like, but who are you? It's like this weird thing where I'm like, I'm on the show, but I, I got to, you want to be like, ah, she can come in. She doesn't need to give you your phone. Yes, she can come in. She's one of us. And I'm like name dropping Henry. I'm like, Henry's in there. They used to fuck. Can she just come in, right. please, for God's sakes? And they're like, no, no, no. You uh, gotta, it was a weird situation. But it's not on them. I don't, who, do they know? who the fuck am I? I, I guess, but you're a, you're in the biz. I'm somebody to us, but. Uh, Maybe there's know. too many comedy. I shouldn't I shouldn't put it on the bouncer. It's just some some guy who doesn't care about comedy, just trying to work a job. but And not get fired also. And not get they fire. don't be like, you let fucking this guy in? Right, they don't right. know who's who and what's what. But maybe it's also why comedy is so fun. It's because it is under the radar and it is humbling. Like, yeah. you know, uh, John Mayer, who's a famous musician, can just walk into a rock club and people go, Jesus Christ, John. But he's also kind of a household name. Yeah, he's famous. He's also unbelievable. I didn't realize how amazing John Mayer is. Good looking cat. But he's like a mind blowing musician. Oh, I just yeah. thought of him as like, your body is a wonderland. Oh, no. He's, he's, a a he's a guitar god. Yeah. I, did, I didn't know. I was late to swing around on mayor. Oh, yeah. He's the mayor. Sexy man. But let me give you this one last yeah, I think we've got to be running out Sorry. of time here. But uh, <clears throat> I was in Winnipeg, which similar to Syracuse, and I, no offense, I love those people up there. <laughs> Underratedly shitty city. <laughs> At parts. Like downtown. We stayed down. Vecchio and I co-headline. We stayed downtown. They're downtown. It's like a meth bomb went off. Uh-huh. It is a wild scene. And I mean, it is unsafe. What's the weather like at this time of year? Because it's never not freezing. Weather was nice. It was okay. beautiful, actually. I take it back. It didn't get dark till 11 p.m. Like, it was like... You, we were talking about you could golf at like 10.30 at night. Because it's up north a little bit. Yeah. And uh, it was like 10.30, you could still find your golf ball. 60 degrees? Or what are we talking? <clears throat> During the day, it was pretty toasty. It was like wow. 72 degrees. All right. Yeah, it's All summer. Right. But it's only like eight weeks of summer. But they get it. They get a summer. Uh-huh. But uh, I guess it's a huge meth problem. And this is interesting. They're natives. They call them First Nation. Yes. Now, we have Native Americans. You just never see them. They're fucking... Drunk, Desolated. Drunk at a casino. They're at a casino, or you just, they're not even around. Like Chris Rock's old joke. Right. You never see him at Red Lobster. In Canada, you see them, but they're all begging for money and laying ah, on the street and stuff. So I'm like, which one is worse? Right. Ours are like gone or hidden. Theirs are like, uh, and then like, you realize you're like, boy, they really got a tough fucking hand. Yeah. Dealt to them, is my point. They, they deal with at the casinos. <laughs> That's true. Well, I don't know about up there. They well, at least ours got casinos. What did theirs get? They might have casinos. I think they got some reservations and stuff. I mean, I'm sure. By the way, I'm sweeping a broad asshole here. I'm sure there's plenty of them. Tomahawk. I'm sure, I'm sure there's plenty of them that are doing great. And uh, yeah, are they like ours with the feathers and the woo woo and the arrow and the bow and the the I buffalo? I think they were them, but that hasn't been. It's been quite some time since those. Wow, well, that's still we show us the, the 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 photo of them. That's how we know them. I think at one point, but I mean, they're not. Hacking up buffalo and wearing the skin anymore. Well, I think they just have jobs or they do meth. Aha. Uh-huh. I think. Well, I don't know. You, you know how you see like an African guy in traditional garb and he's got the fucking daishiki on with the pick and the fro and the beard? <laughs> do they have that guy? You know, why don't they have that guy Native American? Like, hey, I'm just, I'm Reggie, but I'm going to work and I just wear a headdress. But that guy is from Africa. <laughs> Like, he's visiting. Oh, they still wear that? Yeah, I think so. I don't think... Ah. You don't just see, like, you know, fucking Damian Lemon's not walking around with... Well, obviously, uh, no, but if he goes, I'm going traditional, he will. I suppose, yeah. But you I, know, you see the guy in the 70s with the, the fist and the uh, the garb. I think the garb people... Oh, I know what you mean. Like, they're, some of the Black Black Panthers yeah, and stuff would Yeah, yeah, they're going their little traditional throwback. I suppose so, yeah. Why wouldn't like you have a, a traditional... Jersey. Like, when I was a kid, you had the Mardi Gras Indians, which I'm sure is out 
of date now. Yeah. But the guys are dressing full regalia. I'm talking feathers and moccasins. Right, and the, right. The, the staff with the quiver. But when I'm in the subway or in like Union Square, I see a full garb guy. I think that's just a guy that lived in Africa and then moved here. Uh-huh. I think. Or is visiting. Yeah, I guess so. It's not like, well, I don't you, see like. You assimilate. I guess so. Like if that guy I don't lived even here, know we should be talking about this. Oh really? <laughs> if that guy moved, if the African guy moved here, I feel like eventually he'd get some Jordans. Oh yeah, yeah, All for right. sure. Yeah, a lot of that happens. But uh, you know, on when they have a holiday, whatever the Hutu, whatever holiday. it is, yeah, I feel like they would throw that shit on as a little uh, traditional throwback remembering. Right, right. Yeah, so maybe the natives do that. But maybe these ones, the one that I'm seeing, they can't afford a headdress. They got aha. Uh-huh. They got good point. You know, a cocktail dress for sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. I'm saying they wrap it around. It's getting late in the day here. I don't know. We woke up at 6 a.m. to do oh, Jim and Sam. Jim I'm and all Sam. cuckoo. No nap right By the here. way, we really uh, ran on fumes, and we just hit the wall here. Yeah, oh, got the sets. But I think I got one story left that's going to oh, really God, cook us sorry. home. sorry. Hit me, baby. How much time we got there? Where are we at, Shelby? we got to be cutting it down to the yeah, anal here. I think here. it's getting up my ass. Five minutes. Perfect. Okay. Great. Can you squeeze it? I'll squeeze. All right, put it right it's in my crazy. ass cheeks. So we, uh, I'm in Winnipeg, and I'm walking around downtown, and now usually most cities downtown is where you go. That's like the hot spot, the cool spot. It's bustling. It's the safe place. Mm-hmm. Well, not in Winnipeg. I go, I'm going to go walk around and, and see the sights, see the town, and maybe, you know, meet some like-minded people. Uh-huh. And so I'm walking around, and uh, I'm walking about up Albert Street, which uh-huh. has a strip club on it called Solid Gold, which... I posted a photo of it, and five different people were like, do not go in there. You'll get third-degree gonorrhea. Oh, wow. It's crazy. So I'm like, now I'm interested. Sure. Never went in, but I'm walking up the street. It's 11, 10 a.m., and uh, I see a guy, like a kind of a, a, a First Nation guy, and he looks scrawny, like a methy guy, and he's running across the street, and he's like, oh, man, no way, man. Come on, man. And I, <laughs> I, he was running across the street towards, kind of at me, uh-huh. and so I switch into fight or flight, and I was like, I think I can handle this guy, because oh, he yeah. looks... he's skinnier than me and smaller and uh, he looks like he's on drugs and then now he's like right where Shelby about five feet from me and he's like oh come on bro <laughs> and I go I'm like I start to be kind of like what and then I notice there's a SUV cruiser pulling up uh-huh. and it's a cop with the lights on so he saw him I thought he was talking to me oh. and the trooper gets out and he draws his um, taser Ooh. and he's like get the fuck on the ground get that and the guy's like I didn't do it but at one point for a moment I'm between the taser and the perp Whoa. I had a taser pointed at me wow so I go whoa, whoa, whoa. I threw my hands up and I jogged forward I was like whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. and I just jogged uh, up about you know 10 paces yeah because I had to and I, I looked like a little fucking Mary because I did like a ah and like I kind of did like a, a <laughs> Tinkle toe. Don't tase me, bro. Yeah, it was a whole situation because I'm like, I gotta get out of here. So then I got up there and did a quick pivot and turn to see the scene. Ah. And the guy was uh, very uh, compliant. Sure. He's like, I didn't do shit. I didn't do shit. And, you know, obviously he did. And then multiple cruisers start pulling up from every angle. So it's pretty exciting. Sure. And then, like, the shopkeepers come out and they're looking. And uh, I gotta laugh. Well, what was the laugh? I don't know. I don't know, but I'll take it where I can get it. Yeah, um, I think he farted. That window would be a pretty good idea, I think. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I don't want to scare the locals. Uh, <laughs> First Nations. Uh-huh. So I turn around to watch, and the guy's like, all right, I'm getting down, I'm getting down, the whole thing. So I think, you know, he's like a drug guy. I yeah. feel for these drug people because they're uh, unfortunate souls. They're, sure. They have a disease. They're addicted. But they need the money, so they, they probably, I assume, be stole or shoplifted or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. So I sit there and I turn and I, I want a video because it's spicy. Oh, yeah. But I don't want to be the guy videotaping. First yeah. of all, I, I'm, I'm very uh, empathetic and I feel bad videotaping this low moment in this guy's life. So I'll just paint the picture and we'll make fun of him. Paint it. And, uh, Taze it. So like get in your stomach and he's like, hands out to the side and you're watching the thing. It's like cops, you know, he's got this hands out to the side and then he's like, look the other way. Look the other way, which I thought was weird. You can't look at him. Yeah. So he had to turn his head and he's well, laying there. they cuff him. Yeah, yeah. So they, but they had him like he was laying on his stomach facing the cop, and he made him like turn his head the other oh. way, like, like Kramer when he's getting the statue back. I the N word. Uh, so I watch this whole thing, and the cops keep looking over to see if I'm filming because I'm standing like ten feet away. Yeah, uh, maybe twenty. I gave it some space because I respect the police. 
<laughs> I'm, a, I'm a respectful guy, and they got to do their job. I understand they're dealing with fucking meth addicts. Sure. I have sympathy for both sides. Can't be easy. You got a disease, and then you got a, people are trying to stick you and fucking whatever. Yep, yep. So they all come running over, but the guys got the taser, kept looking over, and I, I kept my hand, I was like, just doing this. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm cool, bro. Mm -hmm. And then uh, at the last minute, I kind of threw the thing up there and just did a quick swipe oh, photo. Nice. So I had to edit it where it's just like a little layer. I'll put it on my Instagram. Well, actually, it I already put it on the Instagram. It's oh, up there, actually. How did I miss Sorry. that? It was in a series of uh, things. But anyways, it's on there at Joe List Comedy. But they got them all cuffed, and they pulled the hands back. And then there was, this is funny. It's like a Canadian cop. He comes down this alley where the kid came from. He goes, hey, does he have a back? Does he have his backpack? And they're like, no backpack. He goes, I got it right here. Like he pulled it out where you're like, so you knew he didn't have a backpack. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I don't like these cops. Like he had it like behind his back where he's like, I got it right here. And uh -huh. I was like, kind of douchey. But yeah. So he must have stolen or done something. But it's a weird moment with the cops like that. Because then you just have to go, all right. Yeah. Show's over. And then you just go on with your day. That's true. But it was the closest I've ever been to like a fucking cop, gun, badge, driving over the curb situation. It was pretty exciting. Wow. Pretty man. spicy. What a tase. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But the guy, like I said, he was compliant. So hopefully he's, uh, you know, getting the help he needs or whatever. I, yeah. Well, what do you do? You throw those guys in a halfway house or a meth house? I don't know. Well, it's tricky. And it's one of the things we have to deal with. But that always, uh, not to get serious, that always to me is like the, the, the clear, not the clearest, but one of the clear things of racism in America, at least, is that the 80s, you had the crack epidemic. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, we got to lock these fucking animals up. And now it's become this like, well, we have a, a, a mental health crisis. Uh -huh. We got to get them on the things and the clinic. And now there's like ads that say like, if you're doing crack, do it with someone else. You don't overdose. And Whoa, stuff. that's nice. So we're definitely handling it a lot different now that it's uh, whitey. Whitey, yeah. The fentanyl is sad where before it was scary. Yeah, it was like these these fucking idiots. We got to get rid of them. So uh, mm -hmm. but that's uh, like to end on the more you know. Thing. I'm sure I'll get shit for saying that. Ah, you're fine. I did 12 minutes on garb. Yeah. Go but uh, what do you got coming up? You got. You, uh, oh, I bet the Canucks handle it better than we do. I'll tell you that. Yeah, probably. Well, it's easier to handle things. You know, it's, a lot of times we look at these countries like Sweden and Norway. Everything's happy there, but you're like, you got eight million people. Canada has thirty-five million people, and we got three hundred and fifty or whatever it is. Uh -huh. so it's a lot trickier. Anyways, big news. Yo, we got a lot of Tuesdays in the UK and London and England and Wales big and Northern news. Ireland and Scotland. You guys are familiar with the United Kingdom. UK. Yeah, so I'm coming there. Finally booked a date. Soho Theater. Dream come true. August 30th. August 31st. One show each night. So come from all around. It's a small fucking island. So if you live in Leeds or Liverpool or Manchester or your sister's ass, take the train down. Come across the water wherever you are. Come see me. I got a, It's a fucking door deal. So I'm oh. flying all up there. I'm going to go on a vacation to Wales. But... Soho Theater. There's a lot of you. Tell all your friends. August 30th, August 31st, Soho Theater in London. I can't wait. A summer night in London. What, how can you beat that? And speaking of magical, fun, first-class cities, Gotham Comedy Club, July 12th and 13th. And then get ready now. It's early, but uh, December 13th and 14th, we are in Santa Ana, New Mexico That's together. Right, at the casino. Now, I want to set it up like it's a festival. You come there. We'll meet and greet. We're going to do a live pod. We're going to co-headline. Go Pack Joe said he's going to nibble yeah. on maybe coming down. It's two nights, Friday, Saturday. Two nights, Friday, Saturday, and uh, we're going to do a live podcast. It's in Santa Ana, New Mexico. I've never even heard of this fucking place. Yeah, we're not coming back. But we'll play uh, Cowboys and First Nations, and we'll have some fun. Yes, tase we'll, me. We'll do some meth and uh, come to that. And then uh, this weekend, up at the Providence Comedy Connection, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, oh, 27, nice. 28, 29. Mm -hmm. Come out to that, and uh, a bunch of other fun shit coming up. Minneapolis is coming up. Denver Comedy Works in August. August is a big month. A lot of fun shows. So yeah, hit me up, Comedian Joe List, at Joe List Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. Whew. I've also got a lot of fun stuff cooking. Uh, coming out to Buffalo, Love Buff, Helium, then Wise Guys, Salt Lake City. You know I love that club. I love those Jews out there in the Utah. Woo-ha-ha in -ha, Worcester, Mass., then we got the old Charlotte Comedy Zone just added. Charlotte. You always say, Ooh. when are you coming to Charlotte? I love that room. Indianapolis, Helium and Indy. That'll be fun. Comedy Works, Denver. Love Denver. Sacramento Punchline. Let's enjoy the old sack. Addison Improv at Dallas. Tejas. 
And uh, a lot of good stuff after that. Cap City and Austin. Love Austin. Let's really do uh, it up in Austin. Magnolia. I got screwed last year. It was Halloween and the World Series. Ah. And I got railed. Uh, Spokane and Tacoma. We'd love to have you. Roar Comedy Club in uh, Massachusetts. Tampa. In Tampa. And that's the side splitter. Santa Ana. You heard about that. Portland Comedy Club. Or Portland... Oregon Helium Comedy Club. Oh, yes. So that'll do it. Praise Allah. Blow your dead. Get some Raycon. Listen to Laughable. Eat me out. Just got an email from Chris asking about New Mexico. When to ticket? Boy, people really listen to this Jim and Sam business. Oh, great. Uh, we don't know when to ticket. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll email my agent and find out. But yes. it's December 13th and 14th. We'll keep you updated. But start making the plans now. We we'll got definitely some time. be there. Yes. All right. Sorry. I ruined the momentum. Get on the Patreon, for God's sakes. Yes, and uh, good app. Great app. Fuck your aunt in the asshole and see if she likes it. And enjoy those blind spots. Window. Window.